a day to remember. September 26th, 1928. Paul Galvin served in the U.S. Army as an artillery officer in World War I. After the war, he studied engineering at the Illinois Institute of Technology. By 1921, he had his own business manufacturing batteries in Marshfield, Wisconsin. It lasted only two years. He moved back to Chicago and opened another factory. It lasted barely one year. But his next interest was in building and repairing radios. He'd also become fascinated by automobiles as they became more available to more people. His two interests, cars and radios, were about to collide. On September 26, 1928, Paul Galvin and his brother Joseph opened Galvin Manufacturing in Chicago. So-called travel radios powered by batteries had appeared a couple of years earlier, but these were too expensive for the average car owner. Galvin worked on a way to mass-produce radios for cars, and in 1930, he had his Studebaker retrofitted with a radio. Then he promptly drove to the Radio Manufacturers Association's annual meeting in Atlantic City, parked outside the convention center, turned up the radio, and let the music play. Orders for his built-in car radios began to roll in, and the company was wildly successful. It would eventually become a leader in creating not only radios, but televisions. Later, it helped pioneer wireless telephone technology. But by then, it wasn't called Galvin Manufacturing. Paul Galvin had renamed it in 1930 to reflect the company's signature product. He combined the word motor, signifying a motor car, with the word Victrola to symbolize music. The company's brand name was Motorola. A Day to Remember is a production of KUCO at the University of Central Oklahoma. For transcript, check out our Facebook page, A Day to Remember Radio. Audio for today's story is at KUCOFM.com, Spotify, and Apple Podcasts. For A Day to Remember, I'm Kent Anderson.